Okay, so here we go. I've just arrived in Reading. I'm heading off to the Medeski Stadium for the first time. It's uh, Reading versus Watford in the second round of the Carabao Cup. Uh, I just parked up near Sai's house and I'm now just kind of mooching my way over there. One thing I don't like about Reading as a town is how fucking long it takes to cross the roads because like their junctions are stupid and stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of sticking out and hoping that the, the match day experience at the, the Medeski Stadium um, and more, more importantly the, the hot dogs and or kind of hot food snacks um, are in some way uh, better. <clears throat> One thing I thought I'd do, yeah. so I'm, I'm doing it now, yeah. is do a little kind of like really shitty rough audio nice. diary of the trip to the, to the mad. Um, shall I go to the petrol station and get some cash out? Uh, no, don't worry. We'll do it in a minute. Okay. Okay. There's probably one at It's just slightly in the wrong direction. It's like, it's like 15 metres in the wrong direction. <laughs> but that's enough. That is enough to We could have got snacks from the garage. Come on. All right. So anyway. We're so going to pass another garage and you're going to want a royal burger or oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. A royal burger. They have branded burgers. No, they don't. I'm just oh, okay. making it up. It's right. because back in the day, yeah, when yeah. I used to get to Sellers Park every now and again, Sellers Park actually had a burger called the Eagle Burger. The Eagle Burger. Was it actually made of eagle? Well, it was later taken off and then they called it like the Crystal or the, something. Okay. Because I think people were, people were genuinely a bit worried, worried yeah. it was made of eagle. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can smell some barbecue. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they, they should get like a Kassam dog <laughs> yeah. at, the, uh, at, at Oxford. Um, it would be full of regret. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be massively overpriced <laughs> and a few hours later would seriously fuck you over. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we... Um, so anyway, so this is, this is my first trip to the Medeski. Um, is it really? That's surprising. Yeah, no, this is my first trip to the Medeski. I, I mean, why would I ever come to watch Reading play? Because they're uh, the greatest team in the Thames Valley? Uh, no. Um, well, that's obviously not true because all the London teams technically. Well, that's true, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> but no, I don't know. I just, I just have never found calls to. I'm, never, I'm not sure if Oxford have ever played a competitive no. game at the, the Medeski. We've definitely played each other in friendlies and stuff, um, but I'm not sure Oxford have ever played the Medeski. I could be wrong on that. Um, well, you'll be you'll be in there soon, Andy. Stepping <coughs> in to that hallowed venue. Um, so, so soaking I, up the lack of atmosphere. Yeah, so I'm not, I, 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 I don't know if you guys are actually aware of like the the the, the image that. That Reading have amongst supporters of other football teams. Go on. So, so basically, well, I mean, obviously the the, the nickname is the Plastics because it's Plastics. yeah, because it's basically a bunch of basically Chelsea fans and people, like people who don't actually like Reading. Fucking who, and also this it's is very and and also <laughs> it is basically a bunch of people who had absolutely fucking zero interest in Reading Football Club until they got into the Premier League and then all of a sudden everybody got interested in Reading well, Football Club. If you've been recently that's definitely not true well no that's that's true well no and i think that's also part of the issue (laughs) i think um but uh yeah and so and and so really has a has a an image of being a football clubs in the country um and yet has an image of being uh a 
you know, just like a basically plastically manufactured fucking pretend wannabe kind of big club, basically. I think basically. some jealousy of the fact that we moved stadiums before we moved to Possibly, but, don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's that's the image I was saying. I necessarily hold those thoughts, although they are broadly true. Um, <laughs> but but it's interesting because Firas Kassam, his model was very clearly, I mean, not 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 necessarily modelled on John Medeski, but he clearly looked at what John Medeski did and said that work has worked for him. Yeah, I want a piece of that. I suppose the right. difference is that John Medeski spent enormous amounts of yes. money out of his own pocket. Yes, yeah. and that was one thing that uh, Firas Kassam was never in, had yeah. no intention of doing. Yeah. His 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 outset right from the. I mean, he was honest about that. He said right from the outset, I'm running this like a business, yeah. not as a football club. Um, Great business, he. Uh, no, no. Business. Uh, well, and, and this is the thing: is you actually, he, this guy's made a fuck ton of money, right? If you actually look at any of the businesses that he runs. Kind of like, but identical hotel bolted onto the fucking back of it, and. He, waving at us. They probably know that we're going to the, the, the mad. You see, Andy, that's the kind of local excitement. What? Like, like a, a van beeped at us because yeah. they fancied John? I think they were a bin. <laughs> I think it was a bin van. Was it? <laughs> I think it was a local bin van. Well, yeah. Anyway, so I got sidetracked, started talking about Ferris to Sam, but actually we're just talking about Reading because we're here to go and watch. Uh, so we're here to go and watch uh, Reading versus Watford in the second round. Of the, the, of the Milk Cup, uh, the, the greatest trophy known to football. That's right. Um, and Behind the Zen date system. Yeah. I'm very disappointed, I'll be honest, I'm very disappointed that you don't get free samples of Carabao. I've never seen Carabao, any Carabao anywhere. So I have... Do you even see it in the shops? I've, I have bought I have bought a can of Carabao. It was like apple flavoured and it was fucking horrible. Oh, God. I well, didn't you know they were flavours. I assumed it was just the same uh, as they, Red Bull. No, they have. They have. Uh, yeah, and what... You can assign them... Also entered a fucking saturated market as well. That's true. Like Red Bull, it was as almost its own thing, or at least, or at least, nothing else had a foothold in the market, and it, and it went big. Right, there's a cash point, Andy. Yeah, let's go get some cash. As we like, I'm going to do a few away games, but I'm going to make, I'm going to pick and choose. Because although it's really good, you get a great atmosphere going to away games. Sometimes I feel it represents a lot of the bad shit about being a football fan. Uh, well, in what, in, in what way do you mean bad shit? Nasty twats. Okay, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. When, at, <laughs> in two words. At, at home, at home games, you can choose your seats to yes. separate yourself from the, exactly, the knobheads. Yeah. Um, to be fair, you can. It, it depends. A lot of it depends on how you get to away games. So if True, you go on the yeah, train, yeah. you are more likely to be. But if you drive yourself up or whatever, then yeah. You know, and I te- tend to drive or grab a left on the whole if I go to a, partly because the trains cost so much fucking money yeah. um, but but like you also you also get like a, um, you also get like a, a, a that kind of sense of tribalistic belonging right yeah. Yeah. so you that, that you have because you feel much more a part of a crew and a unit and as a, a thing than you uh, an away game than you do at a home game now I don't have any interest in that particularly. If I did, I would go and sit in the East Stand, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, 
Like it's nice to have it from well, time to time. In if, the... if, if the Royals score today, Andy, I'll, I'll jump up and I'll, I'll hug you. Yeah, okay, I like I'll that. I'll touch fast. Yeah. I shall um, scream from the stands. The um, one of the things I love about going to away games though is it's just like it's just seeing. Like particularly because Oxford, because of Sam, and you know, and having not been there, I can't say for certain, but I'm pretty sure it's the case for the Midday as well. Like brand new stadiums or newish stadiums have had all of the the the, the, the charm and charisma yeah. eroded away from them, and so going to away games, you see a lot of that. I mean, just I mean, like the other week, Fratton Park, like it's a really old ground. There aren't many of those old grounds left, I don't think. Ah, there are in the lower lower leagues. There are. There's probably yeah. a fuck ton of them. Um, Craven Cottage. It's a lovely old, old, uh, old stadium. Yeah, the top division, isn't it? And I've, yeah. I've never been to Craven Cottage. Well, I keep, you know well, I keep, well, I keep hoping good. they come up and uh, come up in the is a is a cup game for us. But yeah. Jesus, what a twat! What that was a boot on a bike here. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so I kind of quite like that kind of the exposure to like, 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 like. The history of a yeah, lot of football, yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Although, although there's quite a lot of obscured seating, so you got these uh, Craven Cottage anyway. You got massive steel pillars yeah, holding yeah. the roof up. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta weigh that up, really. I mean, is it better to have a nice seat um, where you've got a good view in a newer stadium and good facilities, or do you have the atmosphere of an old stadium but potentially shit seats, no view? Well, I mean, if it's, if it's your own ground, then it doesn't matter because you, you, you choose your seats and you stick in your seats. Sure. So, so that's, that's not a problem. For an, for an away game, um, I mean, at the level I go to, half the away, half the away ends are fucking terraces anyway, yeah. um, uh, which brings its own issues, of course. Um, but, but no, I don't know. I mean, like, I remember the, one of the worst grounds I ever went to was Filbert Street. And that was fucking a really long time ago, and Less, we were less less yeah, old grounds, yeah. yeah. And we were we were right behind a fucking massive pillar. I mean, I don't I don't mean like we, it was slightly obscuring our view. Like I was in the seat behind the pillar, and like I spent the entire game like with my head Did at a fucking no view. No, it didn't. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But this was back in like this would have been like back in 1993 or 94 when football clubs didn't give a shit about supporters um, but want some more local knowledge sorry do you want some more local knowledge yeah yes please yeah so this hotel up here the Hilton Hotel yeah um, is famous because one of my friends had a wedding out in the countryside right and some of the people had to stay at this hotel right after the wedding they came back here and they got into a fight in the lobby of the Hilton uh, which police were called yeah uh, and I think one of them was arrested, and one of the other ones uh, spent the night going up and down, passed out in the lift. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That that little insight yeah. into the salubrious <laughs> end of Reading. There you go. Um, yeah, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. give people a bit of a flavour of where we are. So that's we're right. we're walking from Size House out to the Medeski Stadium. Um, I, I I thought the experience. I thought the experience of like making your way to the Kassam Stadium uh, was a dismal and depressing experience, but we've spent uh, the last 10 minutes walking along what I can only describe as uh, the Reading Ring Road. Yeah. Um, and it's the A33, basically. So it's a big road. 
Yeah. It's all territory. So it is along the canal a little bit, but I thought that would have only been cheating. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you'd have ended up in the same place. Yeah. But either way, we're walking basically along, basically along a dual carriageway. I'm um, like on a, on a path, right? I mean, we're not we're not in the ditch. No, there's, um, there's, little, little there's a few people walking up to the ground here. Little story for you as well, actually, is because we're we're approaching the Radeski. I can see a mini um, mm. thing. Um, coincidentally, yeah. once driving along the eighth uh, the the Oxford Ring Road, the um, the Eastern Bypass, past the mini factory, yeah. um, saw Chris Wilder, the Oxford manager, oh. on a run, on a bit of a jog. He'd obviously got a bit lost, and he was like having to run and jog across this big embankment, <laughs> and it was like it, it was the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. This short, fat Yorkshireman really no, struggling oi, on the yeah. ah, Wilder out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was fun. Uh, nice little coincidence there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there are similarities. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a lot of similarities. This BMW garage also is a place where they recently ripped me off for a load of money. Oh, okay, what, well, a bunch of bastards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a well, there we go. bit of knowledge. Just there. the other side of here, this whole section is reclaimed land that used to be a swamp, basically. Ah, Reading, the swamp land. Yes. So they, had to, they wanted to build some more houses, so they dredged it out, put a load of shit in, and they built all this stuff here. The other side of that is Whitley. Whitley is kind of like the Cowley of Reading. Right, okay. And um, but, but worse. Yeah, I don't, well, have you been to have you been to Blackbird Leith? Don't yeah, don't say anything, John. Until you've been to Blackbird Leith. Hey, the Leith is lovely, wonderful community. <laughs> um, and Whitley being like the set area of Reading where the where the ground is basically. Um, the there's a special fanzine that used to be around called the Whitley Whiff. The Whitley Whiff is because it just because it smells there. Right. Okay. So that's so that's again another similarity between between Reading and, and, and the Kassam then because because the Kassam we have the ship factory, okay. um, uh, the Thames Water Place, which is where Neil Morris works, oh. um, which smells of shit. Yeah. Because and it's on the hot days, um, but. And, and, and I can't prove this, but I'm pretty sure there is a direct correlation <laughs> with Oxford United winning games and the stench being at its strongest. Oh I think it's one of those things where your, your club is used to the smell. It's like, you know, it's like a home advantage. Right. Like, we know how to deal with the stench <laughs> from the shit factory. Andy, so like, this is an exciting moment, because as you turn that little corner, you can just now see the edge of the Madstad up there in the distance. Ah, uh, see, so that's the thing again. see... The edges, the corners of that hallowed ground. Hallowed. Um, one, of the, one of the things with modern stadiums as well, and Oxford's no exception to this, is you can't see the, uh, you can never, you, you can no longer see the, uh, the, um, the floodlights poking no, up above no, the tree line the stands, as they're building into yeah. the sand, which is shit. It is shit. That's what you can always find the football ground. And another, another yeah. little story for you. Once when we were. Uh, Going to broadcast from from a game at uh, broadcast a game at Cambridge United, the Abbey Abbey Business Stadium, I think it's Ooh. called these days. Um, so we go watch Oxford, uh, Cambridge v Oxford, and uh, we'd forgotten the sat nav. We thought we'd been to Cambridge before, uh, no problem. But it was an evening game. We'd never done it in the dark. We got fucking hideously lost, <laughs> and we were really, really, really late for getting our for, you know getting in, getting set up, and getting on air. 
and like we spent the whole day, we could see the fucking floodlights. <laughs> and like we were driving around the city of Cambridge. It's not a big city. No, I thought like, Cambridge is all quite low. Yeah, it's quite, well. it's quite small. But we could do all we could do is just see see the fucking and every so often, like I can see the lights, and they would be in a different direction. We got hideously lost. Oh, it was, was cool. it, I can't remember. I do I do remember getting there really late and having to start our start our broadcast on mobile phones. It was oh, fucking God. terrible. No good at that all. Is bad news. I've just come out of the Mad Stad. Uh, it's finished. Uh, Reading nil, Watford two. Um, uh, we're looking at the stats, and it was basically saying that like Watford had 300 shots or whatever. We disagree with that. Um, seemed fairly even as a, as, a, as a match to me. I think Redi uh, Watford clearly had a bit more class, didn't they? I think, but they scored. They, they scored a wonder goal. To be fair, yeah, in about the 60th minute or something, 55th minute. And it, that that did for us. Yeah, there was no after that goal went in, you could just see everybody just realised the game was over. And it to be fair, it was a wonderful goal to see. It was just in the wrong end. It was cracking goal. I, but I mean, Reading had opportunities, didn't they? So it's yeah. not like it was. It's not like it was completely one-sided. Um, also had the chance had, had a chance to take the lead as well, yes. right? The early doors as well. Minotti had a great chance on the turn and blazed over. It's it's one of those. Oh, Rock you! Bless you, my son. Fucking <laughs> massive sneeze. Um, it's one of those ones that it's hard to take anything from at this point, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, I mean, just from from a neutral's perspective, like it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it. You. We, we mentioned it right at the end that they, they, the, the first yellow card in the, of the game came in like the 88th minute or something like that yeah. and I think that just kind of demonstrated from from neither side there was never really any kind of I don't know will no. to, to win that game of football no. um, I think I think Reading were happy to lose it at 2-0 and I think Watford were happy to stop playing yeah so it was a classic league cup tie in that respect to be honest it's the worst it's the worst I've felt after a game this season and I think that's because every game Clement has been experimenting with the team, it seems, and trying to find his first 11. He still hasn't found it. And again, the team was mixed up once more tonight. And again, it didn't really, it didn't really work. And he gave John Swift the chance once more to uh, do something in the midfield, control the game, play some passes, be a creator. And he failed again. And this time, he was hauled off at half-time. And I think maybe his time has run out. After five or six games, I think that's a bit harsh. You think? Uh, well, at, at some point, we're going to have to start getting results. And Swift is an incredibly frustrating player, but I think he's still got quality on the ball and he can do something. It, it, I, I just, I, I think it's unfair to give up on him after only half a dozen games. It's the first time we've seen him hauled off at half time, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's a. Uh, as is the case after a defeat, after a series of defeats, uh, uh, fans start turning on themselves. So I'm going uh, to keep sighing Jono from keeping punching each other in the face on the walk home. Um, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll actually kind of dissect, dissect this properly in the next podcast. But um, uh, I've, had, I've, I've, I've had my it's enjoy. Not, in general, I've, it's not about experience. Yeah, I've, 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 enjoy, I've enjoyed my trip down here. I quite like the little kind of. Uh, the little food area with the benches yeah. and like the DJ and stuff like that. I think the Kassam could deal with do, do with something like that. There's no fucking out like pre-game atmosphere at Oxford, yeah. uh, which you've got here at Reading, which is nice. Not um, a terrible crowd either. Uh, it's a good crowd. I mean, I think yeah, absolutely shit all um, in terms of 
um, atmosphere from Reading, but I think that's partly because there's like un unreserved seating. So I suspect really all of the people. No, that, it never does. Whenever you split kind of the core fans up like that, it, it never works. But um, but other than that, no, no, it's a good, nice little stadium. Well, big, bigger than ours, but you know, it's a nice stadium. Um, and yeah, I quite enjoyed it. So um, onward and upward. Onward and upward, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So we'll. Um, I'm going to save my battery now. So bye. <laughs>